and let's go. Hello everybody, welcome to the Crown Podcast. We are here again. We apologize, we missed you guys for a week, but we are back, we are active, and we are live. And today, on this Sunday, of all Sundays to be, April the... Second. You heard him say it because I didn't know it. (laughs) But, you know, (laughs) the second. You see it right here in front of you guys. And I want to show you guys, everybody, to everybody on YouTube watching us here. It is finally about that time. I've been waiting a very long time for this. And A Faceless Love is a week out. Officially being released on my bookseller's everything. Thank you, my boy B officially being published. It's a we are published, we are there. You know, it's a book of my love poems for those who don't already know. Um, I hope you guys see it. It's gonna go on the shelf. Uh, I believe the retail price is gonna be $12. So, you know, it's nothing big out of pocket for you guys. You know, if you guys want to just, you know, do something as a little support, you know, take a good read. I promise it's something worth reading. It's worth your time. If you aren't interested in poetry now, you will be when you read it. If you are interested in poetry, You'll get a love for it like you never knew when you open your eyes to see what's inside of this book. And that's a promise from the bottom of my heart to you guys. So I hope you guys are just as ready as I am because it's time. I tell you guys what, it is so good, you're going to want to buy two. You're going to buy one for yourself and you're going to want to buy one for your best friend. Because you're going to want to share the love and all this poetry. So don't stop at one, buy two. Matter of fact, you want to buy three because you're going to want to put one on your wall, too, because, you know, it's going to be signed by yours truly, you know, to those who I hold dearly, you know, I got no problem doing that for you guys, so don't have a hesitation in the world to come ask me for it because I'll do it for you guys, no problem. Anyways, you know, let's get into it, let's talk about how life is going here, you know, back onto everything, you know. King's crown, staying on top of the head. Is that right, Joe? Oh, for sure, all time. You already know how it goes, so let's do it. So, King Joe, how are you doing? I'm doing groovy, baby. Baseball season started. I'm happy about that. Son's into baseball this year, so now nah, we're doing groovy. I'm, I'm real cool. Everything's so. I collected teams. Have you guys chose to root for this season? Okay, so. Like I said, I'm an A's fan, and it's hard to be an A's fan because I don't believe our owner cares about the team. So I'm silently rooting for the Padres this year. Gotcha. Uh, my son decided to pick his own team. Most of the people in my life, the family I love, uh, both my best friends since little kids, my aunt, who I love dearly with all my heart, they're all Giants fans. So my son decided to become a Giants fan. Mm, So so I'm supporting him 100%. You know, I don't want to start ragging on him for his team already because, you know, the A's and the Giants have a rivalry, but I don't want to start ragging on him yet. I want him to to fall in love with the sport. So I did something I'd never said I'd do, and I bought a Giants hat for him yesterday. (laughs) But, no, it's all good. It's all good. I... Supporting new fans of the game is more important than, you know, a rivalry or whatever. Yeah, the opening day was Thursday, Thursday correct? Yeah. yeah, opening day, crazy thing. 
I heard a lot of crazy things happen on opening day. Is that true? It's the new rules. The new rules are kind of throwing everybody off. Um, the biggest rule is the the pitching count. So the pitcher has 15 seconds to throw the ball. Um, if no one's on base, 20 seconds if there is someone on base. Uh, and then the batter has to be looking and ready to bat in the batter's box with eight seconds left or it's a strike. So if the time runs out, it's a ball. And then if the batter's not in the batting box with eight seconds left on the count, it's a strike. Um, I think they've only called one or two strikes on a batter. And they've called quite a few balls. So it's, it's creating a lot more walks. I've seen a lot more high-scoring games, um, which is, which is kind of crazy. The bases are actually 44% bigger. So I think it's going to increase stolen bases. Um, and then you know how uh, a pitcher's allowed to check the runner on first? Mm-hmm. So he can only throw over or check the runner twice in an at-bat. He's not allowed to do it a third time or it's a balk, which is an automatic strike, right? Mm-hmm. So um, if that happens, I think after the second time he checks a runner, you're pretty much guaranteeing that runner going to steal a base. Wow. If the pitcher does not, you know, throw a strike out or whatever. So it's going to be it's going to be pretty interesting this this season. All right. So let's do this then, Jeff. Let me ask you uh, me all because like me all, I mean you all. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, so do you think that they made baseball like do you think they made it this way so that high scoring games would happen to make more people watch the game? Absolutely. I think the the fans Biggest gripe was it the games take too long, you know, because mm-hmm. before all of this, a pitcher and, and they've done it before, a pitcher could take ten minutes between pitches. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when you're sitting there, you know, just doing nothing, you know, trying to watch a game and they're not letting it progress because they're trying to psych a batter out. Um yeah. It's, it's it's for the fans. It's definitely for the fans, so the fans get more engaged. You got higher scoring games, and because they they did it, and they said you know doing it in spring training on average, it made all of the baseball games twenty six minutes shorter. So that's almost a half an hour, you know, of time you've made up. So we'll see, you know. I think it's a fair for uh, not only the fans but the pet as well because I think it gives them more family time as well. You know, like you know, I think you know collectively they probably agreed to it because not only would it please the fans and increase their like ratings, but a lot of players probably get more family time with games being shorter and you know things happening to be you know a shorter time span than what they used to be. Well, I think as a baseball player in general, you're you're out on the road most of your you know, career, your life, your whatever. So I don't think you're too worried about, um, I mean, a, a family life balance. You know, because from, literally from March to 
October, mm-hmm. you know, you're on the road. Um, I, I de- no, I think it's definitely more so for for the fans for speeding up the game. The one thing I'm afraid it's going to do is wear pitchers out quicker mm-hmm. because they don't have that time between pitches to relax their arm, relax. You know what I'm saying? So I think I think definitely pitchers are going to definitely get worn out quicker. And I think that's something they're going to have to figure out. You know? Interesting. Very, very interesting. Facts I never knew before. So, you know, let's go ahead and hop off of this course real quick. Because I don't know about any other big events happening as of late. Well, from our last show, when I was telling you about the whole oil thing... Mm-hmm. You know, uh, well, I have to make one correction. It's not, you know, Iraq and, and Afghanistan. It's Iraq and Saudi Arabia, which is um, more detrimental to oil. You know what I'm saying? But they are definitely in talks to not only getting off the petrodollar, which is because all, all oil in the world right now is bought on the U.S. dollar, so they want to get off the petrodollar, is what it's called, and go to the yuan, which is the Chinese currency. China's trying to get the world currency to be the yuan instead of the U.S. dollar. So economically, um, it could be that the U.S. is in for, you know, some turbulence. You know, I don't think we're going to, you know, falter go belly up as a country or whatever, any crazy thing like that. But I definitely think uh, financially, you know, some, some crazy stuff's going to happen. That'd be interesting. That'd be one hell of a change. Will the U.S. dollar change to one or not? Like, no, in well, the U.S., will we be spending one? Or will no, we still be spending dollars? We would still be spending dollars in the U.S. It's just if anybody wanted to buy... If it did happen, if this crazy stuff did happen, um, on a global market, global exchange, you would have to use the yuan instead of the American dollar. Okay, um, so I don't have much knowledge about this, so I feel like I'm kind of understanding what you're saying, but I'm also partially confused. So, basically, like, if if the U.S. is about goods from China kind of thing, like not like online shopping, like not as far as like retailers, right? Like right. as far as like whole like what do you call them? consumers, I guess. No. Like goods, like like yeah. case goods, like credit goods, yeah. not stuff you're selling, but yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff for the economy. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. There we go. So, how we're feeding, you know, we trade, you know, food. like oil trades and like right, like we, produce trades, right, and stuff like that, right. Okay. So stuff so, like that. All that country would to country be, would be but in one. Right. Okay, gotcha. Value gotcha. to monetize in one instead of the U.S. dollar. Gotcha, I see what you mean. Okay, now I'm picking up what you're putting down. I'm with you. So, you know, actually, let's take a quick break. You know, let's get into it. Let's let the viewers know what we are drinking on today. Oh, today okay. Today we are drinking and conversating. <laughs> you know how we do. Today, we have in our cups here, you know, I got my fancy Raiders cup. Joe's got his Liverpool cup. Lovely Liverpool cup. We have the AU Black Grape Vodka. 
mixed with some crushed grape soda. If you guys don't know, crushed grape soda is my favorite soda. And no, it's not for the reason you're thinking. It's just good. It's because he can't drink wine. Yeah. Because he loves grape juice with bubbles. Actual factuals. So, you know, um, so let's get into another topic that I wanted to bring up to you, too, right? Okay. So, recent weeks, right, I saw something that said Wolfgang Porsche had divorced his wife of, I forgot to say how many years they said, because she had dementia. So, I wanted to ask you, you know, I wanted to bring it up to you and ask you how you, like, how you feel about the situation. Like, do you feel it's right for him to do such thing? Do you feel like he did it because she has dementia, or do you feel like there was, like, another reason? Here's my view on that whole, whole thing, right? Um, you never know what's happening behind closed doors, so, you know, we as the people outside who just hear a story like that can't be quick to judge. Because we don't know what's going on in their home. Um, if he if he did do it and go, oh, you got dementia, I'm out. You know, that's that's kind of hearted, but you can't you can't fault someone completely if they have the inability to handle the situation. Um, so you know, I'd I'd need more facts to actually you know judge the whole situation. Right. Because you know, if if he's if he's going to leave his wife because he can't take care of her the way she needs to be take, taken care of and, you know, is going to put her in a facility where she can be taken care of and monitored 24-7, but, you know, doesn't want to uh, cheat on her per se, mm-hmm. you know, okay, he's going to get a divorce and take care of her. I don't have a problem with that, you know? Right. Um, because dementia, dementia destroys your brain yeah and she's not gonna know who he is eventually you know um so again we don't know what's going on in their world you know um you you could look at it a couple ways you know you could look at like the movie the notebook where he daily goes to her and and you know, reads the story of, of how they, you know, their life together, per se, you know. The Notebook was one hell of a movie. And, and I actually didn't watch that so recently. But you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. so you know, he's he's reliving their lives together. You know, mentally, that's got to be tolling for him. Because when he shows up, she doesn't know who he is. And maybe this dude just can't can't handle that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You can't fault someone for that. If, if you have the inability to to take care of somebody or watch somebody deteriorate um, through no fault of their own, you know what I'm saying? It's, you got to do the right thing not only for that person but also for yourself, you know, because what, what's better, you know, he leaves and then two years she doesn't remember him or that he left or he stays and is miserable for the rest of his life. And again, in a couple of years, she doesn't remember who he is, thinks he's a stranger, acts violently toward him, and, and he's just like, okay, this is life now. 
So this, you know, our viewers asked us one time to do this, so I'm going to do it right now. Let's do it. Devil's Advocate. Let's do it. Let's say he did it just solely for the fact that he found that she has dementia. No, uh, not the purpose of her potentially forgetting about it, but like, you know, not a deeper meaning like behind his emotions being, you know, preserved or anything like that. Just the sole fact he found out she was diagnosed with a disease that could eventually lead to her passing. So he's just like, I'm out? Yeah. He don't want to deal with it? Yeah, like, oh, she's, she's going to go eventually. I'm out. Again, not the route I would take, mm-hmm. but uh, no, I'm still not falling down. You? I don't, I don't know if faulting him would be the proper, like, phrase to use, but I don't, it would take away from him being a good person if that's who he was prior, I believe, you know, as far as just, like, morally in my eyes, because, you know, if you love somebody, you know, when you get married to somebody, you say for better or for worse, and, you know, this would be, you know, a very prime instance of the phrase, you know, the meaning behind the phrase of the worst. Right. You, you know? know, you also say in sickness and in health. Right. Also that, you know, uh-huh. but that also comes with the worst, you know, that's also the bad right. side of things, you know, so it's, that's a major thing for me, you know, because how do you sit there, you say your vows, you say for better for worse in sickness and in health and when it comes down look at girls who who get married to men solely for the money, right? And they say in sickness and in health until death do us part and better or worse, hoping for the worst. Hoping for sickness so they can get paid. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and so they stick around through that for the end result. You know, that makes him just as bad as what he's doing, right? Yes and no. What? Because, <laughs> I mean, 98-year-old guy, 22-year-old girl, she's not in it for love. Yeah. Right? That's true. You know, that, that's different, <clears throat> you know. But, you know, it's also circumstantial with just like everything else. Because... If you're going to go that instance, then it's always going to be different than somebody who's around the same age and or, you know, maybe 10, 20 years apart getting married. There's a different value behind it. There's a different purpose behind it. Whereas if you're going to get married to your sugar mom and sugar daddy, then of course you're in it for the money and the sole purpose of them being gone. Right. Because you're for benefits at the beginning. Right. That's what what you're in for. Right. I mean, you're saying the vows too, though. Don't mean them, you know, so you're you're just as bad of a person, right? Yeah. 
at the end of the day. Or, you know, you're just as good of a person, you know? I mean, that guy knows that 22-year-old's not in it for the love, you know? He's got to know a certain part, you know what I'm saying? Half and half. Look, I feel like, unfortunately, I feel like I can wholeheartedly say that some men are foolish enough to be 98 years old and believe that they are loved by a 22-year-old woman. I think that's because men have a very hard time differentiating between lust and love. Very much so. You know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. And that's, that's... Another thing, you know, love and and lust, I believe, have nothing to do with each other. And too many people in the construct of our society get them confused and intertwined when they should not be. They should be two 100% separate entities. Definitely. Yeah, lust and love often tend to appear the same, but are very different. Oh, absolutely. You know, and I feel like a lot of people just don't know what lust really is. Right. A lot of people confuse it for love. Mm-hmm. And I think they need to work on, on differentiating the two, you know. Uh-huh. Love versus Lust. Let us know what you guys think in the comments, viewers, and everybody listening on Spotify. There's a Q&A section for you guys to drop your comments, leave you guys' thoughts and stuff too. So make sure you guys do that because we do pay attention. We watch. We listen. We know. We care. We love. I care. I I don't pay attention that much, but usually these guys tell me. And then I just... Word gets around the crown. There's only three of us, really. (laughs) So, I guess I can't say word travels fast. We literally stand in a triangle. Yeah. So, word travels triangularly. That's not a word you just made one. Yeah. Oh, that's one high five. High five. High five. Oh, we could have made a turkey. You never did that before? (laughs) You never did that before? He got so upset and disappointed. Bro, we could have made a turkey. What? What the fuck? We were just... See, I I don't high-five anymore because I heard your generation is done with them. You just get just done with high-fives. But everybody tries to high-five me, and I don't know if it's because high-fives are still cool or because I'm old and they're just trying to fucking cater to me. <laughs> Oh, no. But I've never, not once, have tried to make a turkey with someone. Well, turkeys when you go like this. <laughs> oh. I, turkey. I get it. No, I get it, man. But. I missed an opportunity. <laughs> we'll do it one day. Never miss an opportunity to make a turkey, ladies and gentlemen. Remember. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And making turkeys. You ever been and in one. You ever been turkey bowling? Turkey bowling. Bowling. Yep. Where you bowl the frozen turkey. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. 
Speaking of bowling, though, just found this out. You know who's a phenomenal bowler? Me. Mookie Betts. Outfielder for the Dodgers. Phenomenal. Like, like top-rated in the world bowlers. Yeah. I think that needs to come back to sport athletes. Ooh. Speaking of athletes. So, just this morning, I was watching... you know who Anthony Richardson is? Nope. I think I'm not sure he gets to say no. It's, I like confusing him. It's my favorite. See, this is people like you. That Look, you throw turkey at me, and, and I just... It confused my whole day. But... So Anthony Anthony Richardson, he's a quarterback that's coming out of Florida. He's gonna he'll go into the NFL draft, which is happening here soon, right? Right. On well, Kansas City, not here, but last year was last year. But so super talented quarterback, and you know I was watching it, and at first, you know I was hearing what the you know the commentators were saying over his performance, and I'm listening to what they're saying, and I'm watching him perform, and I'm like, what are they talking about? They're saying like. Because they're like, oh, he's that accurate passer. Or like they're saying a whole bunch of, you know, things about him. Like, you know, not slandering him, but like, you know, parts that he needs to work on in his game. And I'm like, I'm not seeing any of these things. You know, me being a player, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, these are, these are good. You know, the passes are getting to the receivers, you know. And that's what I'm thinking is accurate at the time. And then, you know, when I start actually paying attention and, you know, thinking about the deeper meaning behind what's being said. I'm like, okay, now I know what the meaning as far as not accurate passes. Like, the passes aren't sitting right here at the chest where your typical ideal pass on, you know. Picture on the numbers. Right. Your typical ideal pass would be, you know, the passes are coming a little lower, maybe a little higher, right. but they're not ideally, you know, perfect position, not always falling in them. So I'm like, okay. You know, and I think that's the thing that a lot of people, you know, don't realize and that we should start also doing, you know, a lot of times in people say things, you know, there's a deeper meaning behind things that they say. Right. But people need to not only listen harder, I guess you would say, but I feel like we need to also, as a society, work on elaborating what we mean. Because, you know, to the blind eye, it can fool a lot of people. Right. Or a lot of people will misinterpret gotcha. what you're saying. That's what I was going So what school does he play for? Florida. Okay. He used to play for Florida. You know, he can't play anymore. She's just trying to be friends. Door stem. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Crown Podcast. It is just the two of us. Byron the Poet and Joe Bear. Unfortunately, Stone couldn't be here with us today. We're crying on the inside. We love you, Stone. We love you, Stoney. We love you, Stone. Well, you can hear the crowd screaming it. Screaming. No, they want you back, man. They've been missing you. We want you back. Stone, come back. You can blame it all on her. She's a dog. And it's nothing without you. But yeah. So, 
Now, I want to talk about two things. One, not very important. Two, kind of important. Three, the viewer selection. Okay, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, thing number one. You know, quick, brief topic. We can get it, brush over it, get over it. What is the most you would spend on a meal at once? For yourself. It's a loaded question. For myself? Yes. Um, fine dining or not. Just on a meal? Period. Just I'm out on a meal by myself? Yeah, no matter if it was... If you were to go fine dining, you can even, I guess you go fine dining. Well, no, don't go fine dining, just in general. You're going, you're going out to eat. Just your idea, like, if you were to sit down and get a plate, no matter what was on this plate, it could be the most exquisite thing you've ever had in your life. The most you would spend on that plate. I don't, I don't think I have a cat. You don't think so? No. But when I do go out and I'm eating just by myself, I try to go on the cheap. You know what I'm saying? Like day to day? What's your average? Like day, like, or what's your max? Average? Like, if I spend more than... Ten dollars on myself for a meal. I'm kind of pissed. And I'm not pissed at like because the food costs so much or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm pissed because wherever I go, I should be able to feed myself and you know get satisfied for less than ten bucks. You know what I'm saying? Because anywhere it's cheap. So I try to go home the cheap, right? Yeah. But I, I mean, if I'm out and about in in what I want, what I have a hankering for, is more than, yeah, I don't think there's a limit. There's not a limit to what I would spend. But, I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of different, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like I won't, like at work, you know I hate leaving to go get my lunch, right? And so, I look at it in two ways. I can Uber... Or or Grubhub something, and then the Grubhub fee and the taxes and the whatever are going to cost me 30 bucks for, you know, like a porter sub sandwich, a drink or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Or I can find someone who's okay with leaving the building for lunch, spend the same 30 bucks, I get to eat, and they get to eat. You know what I'm saying? So I'm much more happy with that. Because if I got to spend 30 bucks, I got to spend 30 bucks. Mm -hmm. But why not I ensure someone else is eating? Instead of just paying a restaurant's taxes and fees, paying the driver's taxes and fees. You know what I'm saying? Because that driver doesn't see half that money. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He sees just what I choose to tip him. So at least I ensure someone else is eating if I got to spend the money. You know, I gotta tell you, Joe, I'm honestly surprised that that was your answer because my answer is bigger than that. What's your answer? My answer, day to day, Joe, I'm not gonna lie, it's probably because I'm single and have no kids, right? $20. Okay. I'm fat, Joe. No. I'm fat, Joe. But I don't think it has nothing to do with single and kids because if my family's going out to eat, I'll drop $200. No problem. I give a shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to think. If I'm dropping two hundred dollars on three people, oh yeah, I'm spending money on whatever the math is, sixty six something. Sixty six point six six. Yes. Ish. I 
think my max would be. I don't know if I'd be willing to spend more than maybe a hundred dollars on yourself. Seventy dollars. Seventy dollars. A hundred. Let me put this scenario: you and a girl go out on a date. Nope. She agrees on going Dutch. What does that mean? That means you both pay for yourselves. Oh. That's her idea. She's like, hey, let's go Dutch, right? You pay for yourself, I'll pay for myself. Okay, so technically you're only buying yourself dinner, right? Is there a max you're spending on yourself? Yeah. And that's that 100 bucks. No, I'm not even a hundred. That sounds like a crazy amount when I'm saying it all out. In my brain, it sounded way less crazy. But out of my mouth, this sounds like a foul amount. $70. Okay. And that's for drinks and everything? Yeah. Okay. Now you're completely gone. Yeah, we're going to have to edit the hell out of this. Hello, YouTube! You guys are amazing. Hey, I see you watching that video. God, he left. But, but you ain't subscribed yet. Okay, hold on. What? No, I don't want to stop you, recording because I don't know what we're doing. You ain't subscribed yet? Man, you crazy. If you, if you don't subscribe, I'm going to take off my shirt. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna take off his shirt. <laughs> now, what if she ends up spending like two two bills on herself? She did that. <laughs> you don't. You don't even feel bad. But honestly, like this is okay. So tell me if I'm crazy for this, dude. Right? You're crazy for this. So this is what I'm thinking. Because now, like thinking about this. So I'm thinking, right, because when I go out to eat with other people, and I go, like, with other people to eat and stuff like that, and I plan on paying for somebody else, I always let the other person order first, because, you know, they never know the budget, right? Because I'm not going to tell them the budget. So I let them order first to see how much they're going to spend, and I always work mine out with whatever I have left. So, like, let's say if I go out to eat with $30, right? And they go and they order $17 worth of food. I'm going to go find something that's worth $10 and feed myself and then have the three to cover the tax and stuff. All right. That's usually how I shop. So the person who's with me will usually probably spend more money than I do. Okay. You know, unless... Do you go in saying, you know... Hey, order whatever you want on the menu. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Well, female specific. I don't do that with guys. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, I yeah. When, I don't know. Maybe I'm just very different. Or maybe I was just raised right when I, I was. What you saying? What, what I get from my father, the way, right, mm -hmm. is no matter what, he picks up the bill. Pretty much. So that's pretty much what Jenny and I do. We pick up the bill. <laughs> It's only come to fights once or twice. Arguing with people, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's that's just what I do. 
is a god I, I think it's real. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't know if I just phrase the right way or what, but whenever I go out to eat with people, or like females, I should say, I don't like letting them, like, pay. Right. I don't, I don't feel right. Letting them pay, hold the door for themselves, like, things like that. It just doesn't feel right. You know, I saw in an interview, I don't remember who the interview was with. I think it was 50 Cent who said it. I, I wholeheartedly agree with this. And especially the way the world is today. Because they said, 50, when you go out on a date, who pays? And 50 said, whoever's idea it was to go on the date. Yeah, who them. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. You know what I'm saying? Because me, I'm uh, one thing I'm all for is women empowerment, you know, and and women equality and women, you know, being everything they should and need to be. So, if a woman wants to take me to dinner and pay, and I'm cool with it. It has zero to do with you know anything masculinity running around, right? Or oh, the man has to pay the. Nah, man, that's just. Whatever. She wants to buy me a steak. I'm going to let her buy me a steak. Yeah. See, for me, it's just like... I don't know what it is, though. Like, really, it's just like a moral thing for me. Because even when they do, like, even if hypothetically it was to happen, they want to take me out to eat. I'm still going to sit there and I'm going to be like, no, like, let me give you some... Like, let me give you some kind of money. Like, just... What my... upsets her? Hurts her feelings. Makes her feel worse. Makes her feel like... You don't think that she can... Guys, check out my book titled The Faceless Love. It's going to be the hottest thing on the shelf. It'll be available on the Doris Publicity website. It'll be available on Amazon, Google Bookstore, and in Barnes & Nobles. Make sure you guys check it out. It's a book of 41 love poems that I made together from my heart just for you guys. I hope you guys enjoy it so much. It, it means everything to me, and I hope it means everything just to you guys just the same. Um, other than that, you know, just make sure you guys check it out. You know, I really love you guys. I hope you guys love it just as much as I do. Thank you.